Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I am Rabbi Juan Mejia, today with Eruvin 96, Saadi Vav. In the past couple of months, the Jewish community uh, in Israel and here in the United States, uh, North America, has been ablaze with the topic of Women of the Wall. Women of the Wall is a group uh, of women in Israel who every Rosh Chodesh uh, in the women's section of the uh, Kotel Plaza hold uh, a service in which many women are wearing talit and tefillin and they bring out a Torah. This, of course, has um, uh, created a lot of resistance within the ultra-Orthodox and Orthodox uh, segments of society. Uh, some people have also manifested uh, their support and today's daf actually deals with uh, the particular issue of whether women are allowed to wear tefillin or not, which is one of the great uh, uh, issues when discussing women of the wall, and here we have it right in our own daf. Now, the context uh, in which this um, discussion uh, appears is, uh, we were talking yesterday about the Mishnah in which a person is allowed to put on tefillin that he find, or he or she finds uh, lying around in a field to bring them back to the city. Uh, this, of course, being Shabbat. And, and uh, this is counterintuitive. Uh, for people who, 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 who lay tefillin, uh, one of the first things you learn is that you do not wear them on Shabbat. But the, the Talmud gives uh, uh, says, apparently there are some people who believe that you wear tefillin on Shabbat, and we try to find who is, which rabbi actually holds by this opinion. And um, on the top of Daf uh, Tzadivav Amud Aleph, it says, Ela Haitana Hu Tanya. This is the rabbi, this is the Tana that holds that tefillin are worn on Shabbat. And, and we bring up a raita that says, Michal bat kushi haita manacha tefillin velo mihu bah hachamim ve ishto shel yona haita olala regel velo mihu bah hachamim. Michal, the daughter of Kushi, Kushi here is uh, uh, the King Saul. Uh, Michal, the daughter of King Saul, the uh, first wife of King David, um, used to wear tefillin and the sages did not uh, oppose her. Uh, and the wife of the prophet Jonah used to go up on pilgrimages to Jerusalem, and again, the sages did not oppose this behavior. Uh, from the fact that the sages did not uh, oppose uh, Michal's wearing tefillin, do we also infer that wearing tefillin is a mitzvah gramahi? It is a time. It is a positive commandment, which is not time bound. That is that you can do it whenever you want, including Shabbat. Uh, 
the 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 difficulty here, the the the, the a little background that we need that we need to understand the sugya is that traditionally, and this is something that appears in Berachot and in other places in the Talmud, women are traditionally exempt from time-bound positive commandments, like reciting the Shema, um, or shaking the lulav, or or blowing the shofar, which is a commandment which we have to do in a specific time, uh, and therefore. This bright this this bright out says Michal Warren and the sages did did not oppose her seems to contradict uh, uh, or seems to exclude Tefillin from this list of time bound uh, commandments uh, of time bound positive commandments. The Gemara though has a problem with this because. Uh, the Baraita brings not only Tefillin, but Aliala Regal pilgrimage as an example. And we know for a fact that pilgrimage is a time-bound positive commandment. Uh, so the compromise which the Gemara uh, reaches is that um, it is like Rabbi Yossi says in the case of, of uh, Semicha, uh, an important part of uh, an integral part of, of bringing a sacrifice to the temple was to place your hands on the sacrifice. Women were traditionally exempt from doing so, but Rabbi Yossi says, if they want to, they can do it. Uh, uh, and, and, and the compromise that the, the, the Gemara reaches in this first part of the sugya is, uh, you know what, it, they, they still might be uh, positive, uh, time-bound commandments, but there is a reshut. If women want to do that, then they can do it, uh, um, which certainly uh, is a good argument for those who uh, support women of the wall. Now, there is a second part of this argument, which is even stronger in its support for women wearing tefillin. It's just not an issue of reshut, but it's an issue of obligation. Um, the, the Gemara continues... In uh, this is already in the in the bet side of the of the of the of, of the daf. Um, no, no, no. The, the the Tana that says that women that that tefillin can be worn on Shabbat is this one. The Tanya, which is said in Abraita, Hamotze tefillin machnisin zug machnisan zug zug. Whoever finds tefillin on Shabbat brings them pair by pair, which is very similar to our Mishnah. Regardless of whether the person who finds them is a man or a woman, whether the tefillin be new or old, this is the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yehuda forbids it in the case of it being new tefillin, but allows it if it's old tefillin, which is also a, a, a distinction that appears in our Mishnah. So the, the the Talmud then analyzes this statement and says, The only disagreement that appears in this Baraita is concerning old and, and new tefillin. But concerning women, uh, uh, nobody disagrees. Both Rabbi Meir and, it's an argument from silence, Rabbi Yehuda agree that women uh, 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 can wear tefillin. Um, Shmamina, from this we did we deduce mitzvat ase shelohas mangramachi. Categorically, wearing tefillin is not a time bound positive commandment. Vechol mitzvat ase shein has mangramah nashim chayavot, and all 
non-time-bound positive commandments, women are obligated. Not just reshut, if they want to, they can. No, they're obligated to it. Now, what uh, the end of the argument uh, is... Um, uh, the, the, the Talmud again tries to say, no, 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 it's not that they have to. It's not that this is a, a, a non-time-bound positive commandment. It's like Rabbi Yossi. Uh, if they want to, they can. Uh, uh, but the last word in the Talmud is that uh, both Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, who are the, 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 the sages involved in this Baraita, that categorically says women are ob- obligated to wear tefillin because it's a non-time-bound positive commandment, Disagree with Rabbi Yossi in the issue of, of, non, of non, non-time-bound positive commandments. So therefore, it can't be reshut. The last word in this sugiya, according to Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yehuda, is that women are obligated on wearing tefillin because it is a non-time-bound positive commandment. Now, elsewhere in the Talmud and the Yerushalmi and the rest of the literature, it, it also appears explicitly that, that women are exempt from wearing tefillin. Um, but uh, here we have, in, in one corner of the, of the Talmud, a very strong, very clear argument that says not only that women can, if they choose to, uh, wear tefillin, like Michal, but there were some sages in the time of the Mishnah that believed that women even had to wear tefillin, that it was an obligation for women to wear tefillin. And in this case, it's good news for the supporters of Women of the Wall. Um, for Daily Daf Differently, this is Rabbi Juan Mejia from Oklahoma City. Shalom. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the opening and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.